This is the Washington Indivisible Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Cox. The new legislative session is just around the corner, if you can believe it, and that means it is time to get ready for action. The League of Women Voters of Washington is offering an action workshop on Saturday, December 10th, where you can learn about the League's legislative priorities, many of which overlap with indivisible priorities, how to effectively lobby your state legislators, and so much more. Joining us to talk about this are Lunell Hot. She is volunteer president of the League of Women Voters of Washington. Lunell, hello. How are you? Hi. And we also have Susan Fleming. She's the Advocacy Portfolio Director for the League. Uh, hello to you, Susan. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much for being here. So, Luna, I, I want to start with you. Before we talk about the workshop and the upcoming legislative session, I want to briefly get your thoughts on this last election and what it might mean. Because we know now that not only did the red wave in Washington not materialize, but the Democrats bucked historical trends and actually managed to add one member in each chamber in the legislature. I'm wondering, what do you think this means in terms of what can get accomplished in this session? Well, I think really what it means is we'll be working with people that we've worked with before. And we, of course, work across the aisle with both Republicans and Democrats and people who are not Democrats and Republicans, because Washington state has a huge number of independents who pick and choose who it is that they want to support and align themselves with. But I think that this time we're going in with a little bit more predictability than we necessarily have in the past. And it's a longer session. So that means there's more opportunity to get things done. We're going to get to specifics in, in just a moment. But I'll just ask you, generally speaking, which key legislature issue, legislative issues rather will the League of Women Voters be focusing on for this session? Well, the key issue for the League is always democracy. That's our wheelhouse and that's what we do. But we have a huge uh, interest in environmental issues and also a very large interest in social and economic issues. So what you'll probably see is um, I'm thinking that there's probably about 15 areas that we cover with volunteer lobbyists, and that's unique in the state of Washington and in lots of states because these are all volunteers who have a passionate interest in the particular issue that they're working on. I will just read the list for folks who are tuning in right now so that they will know what to anticipate because all of these subject areas are going to be covered in the action workshop. We have democracy, natural resources, housing and homelessness, including growth management, redistricting, climate change, children's issues and education, criminal justice, health and behavioral health and revenue, tax revenue. I'll just ask you, how are all these issues determined that these are the areas that you're going to focus on? Well, the way that the League does this, we take our 2,400 members and we expose them to, they read a study. And a study is something that is a research project that is done by the League of Women Voters. It is a a pretty comprehensive look at a particular issue. It has a, a, a way then of going to the membership and the members then ask questions about this research and come to an understanding through a consensus process. It's not a vote, yes, no, do you agree, do you disagree, but it's now that we know all of this, what should we recommend related to revenue? What should we recommend related to taxation? What should we recommend related to environmental issues? And in this process, the league comes up with positions that they have from tribal treaty rights to higher education. This is how we got to civic education in the high schools being a requirement in the state of Washington, for example, was through this process 
where we were able to promote some of these very important ideas. So the league has a unique grassroots process, and it really is made up of our members. Thank you for taking the time to unpack that for us. Uh, It's actually a really fascinating process. I think people would also be similarly interested in understanding how the voter guide works that uh, you put out before elections, but that'll be for another date. I want to ask you about a couple of specific issues that we have touched on already. First is democracy. As you say, this is right in the league's wheelhouse and certainly something that voters were very motivated by in this last election. What should we be looking for in terms of state legislative action on this in the next session? I can tell you what the league is hoping for. The league is hoping for some action around redistricting. We saw, you know, redistricting happens every 10 years. There's a census and then we decide where the boundaries are gonna be drawn. And um, the appalling fact is that despite Washington voters' interest in having um, sort of nonpartisan decision makers create the boundaries, I don't know if nonpartisan is really I was going to say realistic, but anyway, uh, the interest in in the voters and in Washington's voters is that we have some objectivity in drawing those lines. We have depositions that are available on the Washington Coalition for Open Government's website, washcog.org, which clearly shows that the party uh, operatives rather than the um, the committee drew the lines for the boundaries. This can't keep happening. It's not good for the Democrats. It's not good for the Republicans. So the league is on a 10-year march to get redistricting changed. We're hoping to get some changes made in the legislature. So redistricting is certainly one. Um, how the Public Disclosure Commission uh, is acting related to um, grassroots lobbying. That's something that, that we have uh, been involved in, and that's going to be pretty interesting. I think that you'll also see uh, a little bit of um, election uh, engagement. So the that whole area is something that is of interest to us. We're we're concerned about the the I guess the increase in the lack of transparency in some of our uh, public um, committees and jurisdiction decision makers. So that's kind of on our radar. We also are pretty interested in. Um, well, let me back up. Washington State, compared to the other states, is in pretty good shape, but that doesn't mean that it's the best. And I and my brethren in the other state leagues have have shared some just pretty gruesome stories about what's going on in elections and what's happening across the country. And so I'm anticipating that even though Washington is in really good shape, uh, we probably have quite a few things that we need to do to sort of clean up our act even more. Absolutely. I mean, always room for improvement. And, uh, you know, speaking of uh, an area where there's a great deal of room for improvement, and you mentioned uh, this is an area of focus as well, is is rare, uh, revenue, tax fairness. Uh, the capital gains tax passed last session and the state Supreme Court just moved on Wednesday to allow it, though they're still going to be a coming court challenge. Uh, but, you know, we have the famously have the most upside down tax structure in the nation. What is the league going to be focusing on and advocating for uh, in this session on taxes? We have historically for decades been advocating for, um, I'm going to call it fairness, 
in uh, tax structure. We really expect um, that people who benefit from this society actually contribute financially to the good of the society. And so that's been something that we've, we've never wavered on. We've never uh, backed away from. We think that that this is about creating a society that everybody has a place in. And so that'll be very important to us. We also incidentally are uh, advocates of public banks, which is getting the government money out of commercial banks and putting it into, I'm going to liken it to a co-op because I think that's the easiest way to understand, you know, what it is where the, the government takes all its money and invests it and is able to borrow at a less less rate than uh, in the commercial banks and and do better. So that's something else that we're interested in, in the financial side of things. Well, that is certainly something that is pricking up the ears of uh, a few of very specific listeners that I know who are very engaged with that issue. And so uh, certainly something that I know that they're going to want to know more about and, and lean into. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly there is a, a wealth tax that was introduced in the last session that I think is likely to be reintroduced in this session. That's something to be watched. Um, so, but let's talk about the workshop. Um, this is going to offer breakout sessions in all the legislative areas that uh, that I listed uh, a little bit earlier. First and foremost, I'll just ask you before we shift over to you, Susan. Uh, why is the league offering this workshop, and how and and how many years has this been going? We've been doing it for, I think, decades. And the reason for that is because here's kind of our vision statement. We envision a democracy where every person has the desire, the right, the knowledge, and the confidence to participate. It's the confidence to participate. I mean, I've sat in meetings where I didn't have a clue what was going on. That shouldn't be. This is this. We're making this country up as we go along. And everybody got to have an opportunity to help make this country up because this is what we're doing. This is about our society, not just the economy or not just the the politician, but this is about how we live together. And so we want people, our members and any member of the public to feel confident that they can approach legislators and that they can understand what's going on. And that's really what this is about. Well, we're very excited uh, to be promoting this I, I, for many reasons, but not least of which is, as you say, everybody really should get involved. But also the process of the state legislature can be a little opaque. I mean, even for a relative veteran like me, who's been covering this stuff for a while, I, I don't fully understand the advocacy process. And so uh, this this kind of uh, education, I think, is just just invaluable. Susan Fleming, it's time to bring you in here. So the workshop is happening 9.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. on Saturday, December 10th. What can you tell us about the lineup? Uh, well, I could tell you probably more than you want to know, but just to be brief about it. We have a, a contract lobbyist, which is a professional lobbyist who works with us on a limited basis. She is going to give us an overview of what to expect at this session. Um, uh, she'll talk about the composition of this new legislature. A lot of, of, of members retired. We have a lot of new ones this year. Uh, 
COVID issues, for example, this is going to be an in-person session. Uh, there's some nervousness about that around the legislature. Uh, she'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, anticipated issues, and Linnell already listed a number of those, and especially how to be engaged. Uh, then we will have a, a panel of legislators, uh, real live legislators from both parties, the leaders of the caucuses, and they will they will be speaking. Uh, uh, we'll have a moderator and we'll have a discussion with them. Um, then we'll introduce what we call our lobby team, which is the volunteer issue chairs who uh, comprise our lobby team. There are actually 12 of them at the moment. They're backed up by uh, oh, about 15 other people who help them with the research. Then we're going to move to three sessions of breakout groups. Uh, and in those breakout groups, will cover a lot of areas, which I can list if you like. But in each of those breakout groups, there will be a, a short presentation by the people who know about that, uh, our issue chairs, and then there will be a time for discussion and questions and answers. Um, then finally, we move on to uh, our last session, which is how to be engaged. And this is where we actually give people instructions about how they can know what's going on, how they can communicate with their legislators, and, and how they can have an impact on, on what's happening in our state. Well, can you thumbnail that for us very briefly? Um, what are some of the most significant ways in your mind that citizens can really engage with the state legislature? You can attend events like this workshop, which is going to be really helpful. Uh, you can go to ledge.wa.gov, which is leg.wa.gov, and you can learn all kinds of things, and you can see where bills are. Uh, you can read uh, our publication, the legislative newsletter, which comes out once a week during session that gives maybe more than you wanted to know about how each bill is progressing through the committees that lets you know what you might be able to do to support it or oppose it, depending on how you feel about it. Uh, we have, uh, during, during the session, we have weekly uh, Zooms uh, run by one of our issue chairs that focus on a particular issue each week. Like, for example, the first one will be uh, the the first week of um, session, and that will have all the issues chairs present, just being introduced, talking a little bit. Then we might have one the next week if housing is on the agenda, talking about uh, what the state is doing around housing and homelessness, and it goes on like that every week. That's a great way not only to become informed, but to be able to ask specific questions of the of people who who know. On the local league level, many leagues have a, a position called uh, action chair, and that is a person within each local league that keeps track of these things and can help anyone who wants help with how to keep track with things, how to how to talk with their legislator, uh, and something about giving testimony, just all that sort of thing. So those are some of the ways. Thank you for that. And that's just such a, a, a wonderful primer on all the things that people will learn in depth at this workshop on Saturday. And also just a note to our Indivisible members, remember that we have a tool uh, here in Washington to take legislative action. It is the Take Action Network. This uh, includes League Actions. Um, this is our own tool for discovering, tracking, taking actions. Very, very useful. We've actually done a number of programs on this in the past, and I'll be including those in the show notes for people who want a, a refresher on that. You mentioned that there's going to be a panel with state legislators on hand for the workshop. Who's going to be there and what are they going to be talking about? Laurie Jenkin from the House, uh, Karen Kaiser from the Senate, Ron Muzzle from the Senate, and we're, we're, we are expecting one more person from the House. All right. Terrific. Now, you mentioned that this is an online event. Is there a cost for this event for folks? 
Well, that's a good question. You don't have to pay anything to attend this. We don't want anybody left out. However, we would love for people to make a donation. And we actually this year kind of put a sliding scale down from zero to $25. So that's the way that goes. Perfect. Okay. Where can people learn more about this and sign up? Yes. Go to League of Women Voters website. It's lwvwa.org. And it'll take you right there. There is a a sign up place on the first page there. So it's very easy. All right. Terrific. Uh, Lunell, I'd love to give you the last word if you have anything that you'd like to to add before we close. Oh, of course, I have two words. Um, I think that one of the important things to remember when we're talking about our legislators is they're just folks in a lot of ways. And so if you know what your legislator is interested in, that gives you a bridge to that legislator. And you can find that out at the ledge.wa.gov website. It's important also for you to know your legislator before they even go to Olympia. That's hugely helpful. The other thing is when you're advocating something, if you're a constituent, it makes a huge difference. If you're not a constituent, it's interesting. But if you're a constituent, then they really pay attention. So I think that those are things that people should use to sort of inspire them to get in touch with your own. Everybody's got one, a representative. Wonderful words. Absolutely. These are the sorts of things that have actually been drilled into our cerebellums, uh, you know, since the inception of indivisible, uh, but always a great reminder. And and certainly ledge.wa.gov, I think, is probably bookmarked by everybody watching this program. It should be, gang, right? <laughs> Lunel Hote and uh, Susan Fleming, thank you so much for your time today. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> and that'll do it for this week. The executive producer of the show is Kat Pipkin. If you would like to see a video version of this podcast, head to facebook.com slash indivisible podcast. The email address for the show is indivisiblepodcast at gmail.com. Special thanks to Lori Kowal. And as always, my thanks to you for listening. I'm Stephen Cox, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.